0: Welcome to part two of I Am Covered. Uh, today, we're going to be learning about how do we use our gifts and talents uh, for our purpose and for our calling. And that's where we know we find a life of significance, not just a life of um, empty success, which how some people may, may measure it by the amount of xyz everyone have their own measurement of success but we want to be able to live a life of significance where we're able to impact others and have a large influence so that we can accomplish God's kingdom agenda and so each of us were given some gifts each of us were given some talents and we want to make sure we put those to use and so what better time to hone in on those skills and hone in on just hearing I don't want for you to feel the pressure right now of, um, of doing so much because we're in a position where we want to be able to sit still, to listen and, and to hear, you know, some new strategies and insights that God may have to, to show us during this time. And so join another one of my devotions, I'm always sharing out as, as I learn stuff, I love to share it out with with you. And so I wanted to share out some things I learned from um, the book of First Kings, chapter seventeen, and it's about this um, this widow. The whole well, it, was, it wasn't quite a pandemic because it was more like a drought. In the entire the entire world had a drought, or that entire region, I should say. I'm not sure if it was the whole world, but I know the region where she was um, had a drought, and things looked so dire. Everything looked so bleak, and it was so bad that she thought she and her child were going to die. And so along came this prophet. You have to hear this story. Um, it's an amazing story of God's character. And what we can learn from it is in the times when everything looked like it's not going to work out. It's not going to happen. It looks like the end. It's amazing what happens when we just get one word from God. And so I, I really pray today that this is your one word. That's going to tra- change the trajectory of your life, as you see from this example in the in in the Bible from First Kings. Because we know God's character; it never changes. He's the same God He was yesterday, today, and then tomorrow, and then even way after we're gone. He's going to always be the be the same. And so, as we as we look into that, if you can turn to that, because most of you right now would be would be home. And not driving around or et cetera. And she only had, this is what makes it so close to what we're going through right now. All she had left was a little bit of flour and oil. And then she thought after that, that was it. They, they were going to die. And some of us may actually feel that way right now, with what we're going through. We're thinking, man, this must be the end. You know, we have this whole pandemic going on you know, how are we going to make it? How are we we going to contain it? But for her, even though she was feeling hopeless, this king, I'm sorry, he was a prophet. This prophet came to her and he said, you know what? What do you have in your hand? What do you have in your house that you can use that I can even uh, be able to get blessed from it to get food from it and so she looked in her house and she said, "Listen, all I got all I have is flour and oil and after this my, my son and I were going to die and so this king said, You know what make me some cake and I have another podcast that goes into this in more detail so you can listen to to that one but in a, to make this story short for now he expected her. She only knows she had enough to make bread, is what she said, and then die. And he asked her to make a cake. And so when I saw that, I thought, she only had flour and water and you, she thought she could make bread, but you wanted her to make a cake. Because a cake takes more, I'm not a baker, but I know a cake takes a lot more and, or different ingredients uh, than bread. So I learned something from even that section first is when you don't discount the little things that you have your gifts and your talents that you think is so little and you may be making this little plan for it saying okay you know I could sing i'm just using that the different talents like teaching uh serving cooking you know the different talents and gifts and things you enjoy doing um but for example if you have a great talent of singing you might just um say like her, she just said, Oh, I could make a little bit of bread. And he came and said, no, you know what? You can make cake with that. And then he said, as a matter of fact, when you make that cake, you're going to constantly have cake. You're going to have cake all the way throughout this entire drought and that you and your son will never go hungry. And she was like, wow, that's something. So she thought she had nothing in her hand come to find out that her nothing was actually abundance. And so you may take something small as singing and say, I'm just going to sing in my praise and worship group, or I might just sing on the radio. But you have that small thing in mind. But when you add God's supernatural power to your little thing, it becomes a big thing. So you will go from singing praise and worship to you know having you know records and going to different places to improve and increase your influence so that you sing into more people than you were before because remember the purpose of your gifts and talents is not for you it's for others and so God wants you to go out and help others save others deliver others teach others cook for others it's not about us it's about him because when this happens He gets the glory and that's who the glory belongs to. So when we keep things to ourselves and we keep things small, that's not being humble. That's being disobedient. So God doesn't don't want you to stay small so you can be humble. He wants to raise you up so that he can get the glory from you because people will be able to look at you and know it's not you and you'll be able to look at you. (laughs) And no, it's not you as well. You're going to know that, wow, this has got to be God. This has got to be God putting his supernatural gifts inside of me so I can reach more people. So with that lesson that I learned was don't dream small. Tap in, check in with God, ask him to teach you, teach you how to use your gifts teach you how to use your talents, whether it's uh, preaching the gospel or just inspiring someone or being an encourager to someone. You can encourage one person. You can encourage 10 people. You can encourage as many people as you're able to believe for. If you want to bless people with inspirational t-shirts, for example, you can, give, you can inspire 10 people with a t-shirt. Or you can cook for 10 people or 100 people as much as you're able to believe for. And so with this, um, they didn't even give us her name. They just told us that she was a widow and she thought she was at the end. And the prophet came and stepped in and was able to elevate her thinking, elevate the little bit that she had. And so God wants to be able to step in today and elevate The little bit that you have, even if you have a little bit of influence, give it to him. Ask him the question and then sit still long enough so that he can uh, so that he can speak to you and share out with you and give you some next steps. And what I thought was interesting is in um, verses chapter four and verse three, he told her to build quietly. Now, I was like, why would he say go in, you know, just do this quietly in First Kings? Um. 4 3. This was another, uh, wait, sorry, Second Kings. I'm sorry, um, 4 3. This was another widow who thought she had nothing. And once again, God sent a word to to let her know that no, you're not done. Because <laughs> sometimes we think we're at the end and, and we're done. He's like, no, no, no. I need you to go in and build quietly. And so, because of social media, and it's so easy to tell everybody everything that we're doing, sometimes we talk too much. Sometimes we, we spill the beans before God says that it's okay to spill the beans. And so just like this other widow in 2 Kings 4, uh, he told her, you know what, go in quietly and build a foundation of your business or your ministry or whatever it is God has for you to do. He wants you to go ahead and build, build quietly. And then when you're finished building and everything is ready, of course, you're going to have your mentors, you're going to have your counselors, because the Bible says a wise man have many counsels. So of course, you're going to, you're going to get counseling uh, to, to get that done. I remember I was going to get my, um, I was opening an a, a early childhood education center and um, at that time... I was just, you know, had just left my, my teaching career and I decided, OK, let me go open my own thing. And so my money was was tight. And so I couldn't afford to hire a business consultant. But I found out that the Small Business Association um, had a group called SCORE, which is retired um, elderly business people. When they retired, they would help you and give you counsel about you know, how to start your business. So they, they counsel me, told me to do a limited liability company, you know, kind of helped me through. And so I understand that you need to, you need help, but you just don't go broadcasting every step. Oh, God spoke to me today and he told me this and I'm going to start this. And, and then, you know, <laughs> just, just trust God on that one. Right. So he told her just go in quietly and and get all get the for for, for this um particular incident he wanted her to to collect jars so she, she can put oil in so she can sell and so she had to do that part in secret and get it all set up and um so so anyway sometimes my point there was no when to talk <laughs> don't, don't don't spill the beans um just yet and the amazing thing was I like in verses um first king 17:13 was when the widow got the instructions he told her do what you have said so which means that even though i sit here and i tell you all this stuff that needs to be done you know that you need to carve out some time so you can you know hear from god listen to him find out how he wants you to use your gifts how he wants you to use your talents And all of these steps, unless you do something, nothing's going to to change. Unless you do something, you're not going to move from where you are to where you need to be. And of course, we talked about you're going to have to trust that God is covering you as you're moving from point A to point B. So this widow had to trust the, um, the prophet's word when he said, listen, if you bake me a cake, you're, you're never going to run out. You're going to constantly have until the fa- famine is done. And of course, so said, so done. She baked that cake. She she did the step. She made the move. And they never ran out for the entire uh, famine. And so even though we may be going through a time of, of lockdown or just some um, cities have it just like a stay home, no matter how strict or how loose. Uh, the point of the matter is, this is a time that you can be strategizing your next move, listening to God, spending time with him, finding out what is your next move. So when this is all done, you're going to come out on top. So if you're ready to go from um, lack into abundance and from abundance to opulence, uh, just turn in, tune in to what God is saying to you tune in to the, the gifts and talents that you know is inside of you, you know, tweak it, build on it, spend some time with it, and then you will be amazed to see what can come out at the end of this whole session. And so if you just like more information or you need some support on this, just always, you can go to uh, um and just subscribe and you get my e-newsletter every week inspirational tips come into your inbox every week and at the end of this uh, broadcast we will have more ways um, that that you can you can um, get more support as well. but I wanted to be able to share with you this prayer that I wrote um, as I journal because I do um, biblical journaling. And I'll be able to if you're tuned into my email as well I'll be teaching a course on how to do b- biblical journaling it's it's amazing it just helps you so much to meditate on scripture and apply it uh to, to your own life and do reflections etc so as I was um doing that in my journal i I wrote this prayer down and I thought, you know what I would like to be able to not just pray this prayer for me but pray this prayer for you as well. And it says, Lord, thank you for a new day and a new week. Go before me and prepare my events, activities, goals, and new projects. May I have keen focus on the things you have for me to work on. Block any distractions from me this week. Guide and teach me how to plan my week. I give you my goals I ask which ones should I focus on this week? Which one can I leave for later? Which one do I need to disregard as I start this new year and this season? Also, Lord, as I walk into the new things and the higher level you promised me, give me clarity. Give me clear steps, wisdom, skill, and understanding. According to Psalms 36, do not cause me to wander Do not let the foot of the arrogant come against me and do not let the hand of the wicked cause me to wander. I give my fears to you, Jehovah. I commit my ways to you. I trust also in you that you will bring all my goals to pass and all my dreams to pass. I trust in you, Lord, and I rest in you and wait patiently for you. I pray that you will let me let go of anything that's not like you, that may cause me to go astray. And I just um, thank you, Father, for your goodness to me. Thank you for covering me, shielding me, and protecting me. In Yeshua's name, amen. All right, I will see you again next time. And then, until then, live every day inspired.